Welcome to Moms in the Wild with Kate and Kara, where we laugh at our wild moments to make you feel better about yours. Welcome back to Moms in the Wild. Hello, hello. We are here for another exciting episode. A guest episode. A guest episode. I guess so. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> Today, we have our incredible, wonderful BJ. She is a kick-ass woman, an overall creative genius. She's yeah. stunningly beautiful. She's an incredible aunt to Birdie, an incredible chosen aunt to Bubba. She is a master of wit, superb friend, doer of all the things, witchy goddess, reader and sharer of all the books on her YouTube, TikTok, Instagram fame, Spellbound. Yeah. She's amazing. I'm she's so everywhere. I cannot believe she. We, she's How a, did we get her? What a get! What a get! What <laughs> a snag! Yes, so excited. Ooh, this is exciting. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to, <laughs> Welcome to this professional establishment. She's that we instantly have. regretting it. <laughs> no, I don't know if I can live up to that intro. To be honest, oh, we'll make sure you do. <laughs> so today we are talking about kind of like a two-parter episode. Mm-hmm. This could potentially be a two-part episode, depending yeah. on how long we go. So. Part one is this idea of the village, right? Like you get pregnant, you have a kid, you hear it takes a village. Well, what is that village, right? I would say that BJ is a part of, an integral part of both of our mm-hmm. villages. I am the village. She is the village. <laughs> the only village, maybe. <laughs> it's me. It's, it's me. me. <laughs> so yeah, what is the village? What does it look like? What are the expectations? What are the reality? How does it happen? And, like, honestly, in my situation, where, when do they come? <laughs> when do they show up? When do those, and also, like, to post-pandemic, not post-pandemic, I don't want to say it's over. I don't know how to, like, pandemic babies, I guess, is the, yeah. way, the best way to say it. Yeah, so what did the village look like then? Sure. Yeah. Spoiler alert, non-existent. <laughs> it wasn't a lot. Unless you consider, like, a cute Zoom meeting every now and then. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> And then part two of this episode is going to be, please stop asking me when I'm going to have a kid. Spoiler yeah. alert, I'm not. Yeah. And we're going to hear from Beach because she has made the choice not to have children. And you know what? We want to hear about it. Wise woman, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Some would argue. Some would argue. Smartest choice that's ever been made. So let's get into it. Do you want to do our wild mom? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is actually an extra treat because we get to do a wild mom moment and then BJ's going to share a mom in the wild moment that yes. she has. She got to witness a mom in the wild. Carol, what was your wild mom moment of the week? My wild mom moment of the week was taking my child to Disney. Woo-hoo. And I know, which is wild in general. But we chose, or I chose, I'm acting like my 12-month-old is like, this is the park I want to go to. <laughs> I chose to take her to Magic Kingdom, which anyone that's been there ever probably knows that's a mistake. Right? So I took her to Magic Kingdom thinking it would be like this fun experience and she's really little so I knew it wasn't going to be like she would acknowledge anything around her but so much to see and do and it was not like that. It was just a sea of people flying at her face and I got a really snazzy picture of her just really hating it. So first experience of Magic Kingdom, not magical. Wild moment. Yeah. You can't win them all. No, you really can't. Especially at Disney. (laughs) That's a hard ask. Yeah. Especially Magic Kingdom because, like, you have to take a ferry or a train there. Mm-hmm. There's so much commuting to do to get to yeah. that park that I just didn't think of. So it's also we were pretty golden up to that point. The entering and exiting was very difficult. Yeah, it's also, like, a full day commitment. Oh, yeah. It absolutely is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Same with, like, when we go to SeaWorld. But also, like, we could just bail. Because, you know, what are we losing? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you have to make Disney, like, a whole day. Yeah. To get, like, your, the day's worth. Of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And to, like, to, I don't know SeaWorld, but can you park and kind of, like, walk into SeaWorld? Oh, yeah. You park and walk in. Yeah. yeah. Disney, you have to basically do a marathon <laughs> at all of the parks. And then specifically at Magic, I almost called it United Kingdom. Specifically United <laughs> Kingdom. At Magic Kingdom, you have to, like, take some mode of transportation there and then the monorail broke down on the way home oh. we were trying to exit it was not a great it wasn't magical no but i we both kept our shit together i was shocked great yeah it just means next time you'll be better yeah you'll have a better time and you do get to witness a lot of moms in the wild moments because there's meltdowns left and right you're <laughs> wading through a sea of meltdowns from children and parents this is such a good business opportunity for us because i'm gonna make you business cards that you can start handing out when you go to disney i sh- that would Whenever be great. there's a mom with a kid having a breakdown, just, just hand say, a slipper a card and yeah. say, we got you, girl. Say, we know. We know how you feel. <laughs> just listen to this. It'll make you feel better. Or Love worse. It. I don't really know. My wild mom moment of the week involves this podcast, and it happened yesterday. I'm scared. Um, so <laughs> this is, today is Saturday, as we are recording this, and it is the day after we released our episode about pivoting and parenting. Mm-hmm. And so I edit the episodes and I, so I hear them when we record them. I hear them when I edit them. And then I like to do one final listen after we've posted them just to make sure like everything sounds okay. Not, it's too late, but like, you know, I'm also a narcissist and I like to see like our moms in the wild thing on my car while yeah. we drive. So, um, and also Bubba loves the theme music. Like he dances to it. It's nice. amazing. So yesterday I am driving to pick up a grocery order and I put on Moms in the Wild and we're about halfway in and I realized that I had every intention of checking with David about talking about the fact that we went to marriage counseling oh. pre-posting the episode. But you didn't. I did not. <laughs> You know what? And he's very open to, like, me talking about whatever. But, like, I would appreciate a heads up. Yeah. So I did call him immediately and was like, hey, um, it's completely too late. (laughs) It's out. So really, like. (laughs) But I do want you to know that it's out there. It's in the wild. Yeah. (laughs) He was fine with it. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, heads up would have been fine, but, like, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you know, nothing wrong with marriage counseling. No. But again, you just probably would have told him, like, hey, I'm going to talk about our marriage counseling on a podcast that gets posted for anyone to listen to. Yeah. 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 I get it. (laughs) So I get it. Whoops. Mom's in the wild. That's fine. I got too busy in the wild. You did. (laughs) Forgot to check in with my partner. You got distracted. (laughs) Every man for himself out there, honestly. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. And now for Mom's in the wild, mom's in the wild moment. You witnessed a mom a, in the wild. A witnessing. A mom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I witnessed a mom in the wild. So I was headed to a work trip and I was flying to uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And on this flight was a mom um, who was on the tail end of a Disney vacation. And flying out of Orlando, it's typical. You can kind of judge the success of a Disney trip by like how tired the parents are yeah. on that. <laughs> it's such a flight. rough plane ride to be yeah. on. Like, yeah. at any point in time. Because you're always leaving from Orlando, so you're always with... Yeah, it's families. a rough ride. Yeah. yeah. Families who, like you said, some people had a great time. Some people it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to come out on that. Yes. However, sometimes a three-hour flight. Yeah. What a time to air that. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of that is when you see the people who couldn't fit all the merch they bought in their bags. They so they're like wearing huge. it all. Yes. Like, yes. have, like, slippers, jammy pants, shirt, yes. jacket, 
hats. Like, it's like yes. ears on top of the hat. like, you went to Disney. We get, we get it. Yes. We get it. You went to the Disney. The giant pillow pets that yes. were really big. Yeah. So, this was a Southwest place. So it means you get to choose where you sit. So, like, I also recognize I sort of brought this on myself. But I asked, um, you know, politely on a full flight, hey, can I sit here? And I'm sitting next to a mom and her two kids. And she looks at me kind of relieved, actually. And she says, yes, I'm honestly so glad that you're not a grumpy old man. <laughs> and I said, honestly, same. Um, and so kind of asked her a little bit about her trip and she was just exhausted and the flight had just taken off and her son who she was holding in her lap just dumped his apple juice all over me. And he was small, but I do also want to say that it felt intentional. And <laughs> It always she does. looked me in my eyeballs, and I kind of respect this honesty. She didn't apologize, and she doesn't have to, but she just said, that's going to happen a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was the right thing to do. She disclosed. She said, you made your choice. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to know that's what this choice meant for you. Yeah. And, and it did. She was right. <laughs> she was honest. But yeah, I definitely left that flight covered in apple juice and feeling it. But you know, more power to her. She was crushing it on the flight. So. She was mom in the wild. Yeah. yeah. And she had multiple kids. She did. On, by herself. Yes. Yeah. Never in my sweet, sweet lifetime on this earth would be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fly alone with my three children. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Or take them anywhere for that matter. I know yeah. people have to do that. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. <laughs> Which leads us into the village. <laughs> So exciting. Our first mom in the wild moment. I know. I really love that. Woo woo. All right. Let's get into it. The village. That was so serious. That made me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like the tribunal on Survivor. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the village. I have, a, I, have a, I have a bone to pick with the village. Okay. I don't get it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what? Good place to start. I would say perhaps it's that the fact that we had a baby and then the world shut down. I was just going to ask that. But yeah. I, I feel like I'm still a little bit waiting for the village to arrive. Really? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. It's kind of weird. What was your idea of the village? Yeah. You're like, when you think village, what do you think of? Yeah, I think that my expectations of the village were like, I don't know, maybe like family mm. wanting to come out and hang out and be around and like more... Maybe, like, group family activities, like, hanging out with other friends who had families. Like, I envisioned it, like, being, like, an every weekend type of deal. I don't know. I think because we don't have family that lives very close, mm. that a lot of the times it does just feel, like, pretty... Isolating. Yeah. Isolating, alone, on our own. We have you guys, which is great. And I would say especially during COVID, we were, like, in our own little pandemic bubble. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. the big group of us, which is so wonderful. But, yeah, I think that, like, we all talk about, like, it takes a village, right? You know? And I'm not really sure it does. <laughs> I So, my, and I don't want to interrupt that train of thought. Yeah. I feel like, for me, the village comes a little bit later. Maybe that's it. And because, and I know that my baby's a little bit younger than, than Bubba is, but... I, most of the support that I could use now is for, like, myself and Chris. Not really for the baby. Mostly because I still feel like I'm trying to get my footing. Not mm -hmm. as much as in the beginning, but any of the support that I got from, like, the quote-unquote village was not necessarily child or child care or child nurturing or anything related to right. that. I guess, and my situation is different because I do rely a lot on my village for, for child care. Right. Now. But I still feel like the village is, like, as the child is, like, forming different bonds and relationships. Mm -hmm. But when we, we talked about this on the episode we did with Shay about we don't get like a lot of 
hands-on exposure and contact to actual babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when you talk about the kids you've interacted with, in my case, it was mostly children. Like, I, I had very little contact aside from cousins that were little. And even then, I probably didn't see them when they were n- newborns. Right. You know, when I was a kid, I was seeing them, like, three months out, four months out, maybe once when they were newborn. And so, like, that part of the village didn't arrive till much later. That's true. Yeah. Kind of thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, what I do you mean, feel about village? You are a villager. I am a villager. So, like, what do you feel as a villager? <laughs> as someone who always knew that they wanted to be a villager, mm-hmm. I always envisioned not not the baby stage. Yeah. You know, because when I thought about myself is obviously not the baby stage. As a kid <laughs> growing up, what I wanted was that village where were adults or trusted adults that I could just talk to and ask questions instead of my parents and because we were so isolated from a village we didn't have a lot of other people to talk to yeah not authority figures just just people to ask questions that have lived lives that I wanted to know about their experience outside of my parents who were the authoritarians and so I wanted to be able to just be an adult for a kid yeah you know just around for whatever that looks like and so when I imagined it I didn't imagine the baby part (laughs) I thought that that didn't happen but I don't I didn't know and still don't know how to contribute as a villager at the baby stage. Yeah, I think it's hard. I think it's hard too. And I think like I prefer your type of villager, if I'm being honest, because I did. And that might be a a first time mom, new mom thing where I didn't love when people try and like run and do stuff for the baby. Because I'd be like, no, I still don't really know the baby yet during Mm -hmm. that like whole first part, like definitely the first three months where I always loved when someone would come over and be like, can I cook? Can I clean? I'm dropping meals off. You did a ton of that for for us. I'm looking at Caitlin. I say you when we have guests and when I listen to it, I'm like, what the fuck is she? What the fuck am I talking about? Kate dropped off a bunch of meals to us and stuff. But that was always way more helpful to me than someone being like, I'll change a diaper or I'll do this because I'm like, I don't really know what will make her upset and not yet because I've only known her for like four weeks. So mm-hmm. I don't love that. So the village to me, I definitely don't think what the village to me was much more me centered trick yeah in the baby mm-hmm. phase which she's still mm-hmm. kind of in mm-hmm. i mean she's out of that where she's forming relationships but the village like you just or the villager like mm-hmm. you just described it i think is so helpful to have a kid have multiple adult outlets when they're needing that support mm-hmm. yeah i think that the idea of having what beach was saying like if my kid wants to have like a tough conversation that maybe he isn't comfortable asking me or asking his dad like oh I'm gonna go ask you know Auntie Carol Auntie Beach like absolutely or Uncle Chris or Uncle Brett like those those kind of like and and I feel like what's important that we're doing at this time is forming those relationships forming those bonds yeah right because he knows when he sees Beach and Caro that like those are like my family those are my yeah he's like yes we're like Auntie Beach Auntie Carol you know like he's totally like gets it so I think that is, like, the part of what we're doing. I don't know. For some reason, though, like, when I was pregnant, everyone was like, oh, yeah, like, this is it. This is, like, the village. We're all coming. And I felt like I had that, like, in my baby shower. There were so many people who, like, loved us and were there and were celebrating. And then, like, you have the baby and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> Where'd you all go? Yeah. You know? like Where'd all the support go? There's no more cakes. Yeah. Everybody's gone. You know? And, and, it, and it was hard because, like, COVID happened. And I will say, like, I feel like I have my own, my own Kate's personal village now and, like, my mom's group that I talk talk to and you and Beach and, and you know but I don't feel like we have that village mentality that we operate with as a family unit and maybe gotcha. that's a little bit more of what I was expecting gotcha. mm-hmm. yeah Does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. where like it was gonna be more of that like found family but 
closer found family, you yeah. know, where I think that you view BJ and I as, like, extended family in a very nice and kind way, but I don't mm-hmm. think you view either one of us as necessarily, like, your sister. No, no, or, no. Or, like, yeah, a mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think sometimes when we think of the village, those are the relationships we're looking for, which is, like, I want to feel, like, a sibling or maybe parental connection to my village, and I don't think that that's necessarily always the case with the village. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if that was it. And I think COVID really fucked that. Yes. Up a lot, too, because you couldn't really connect with no, anyone, anyone safely. Yeah. You have a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and as as a villager, speaking as a villager, <laughs> but also as someone that is uniquely not a mother and does not think like a mother, does not think like a parent and never have, I don't have a great skill of anticipating other people's needs. Mm, right. I am very much a, I am here to participate. I've got my like vest on, tag me in coach, but tell me what, tell me what part I'm playing. Yeah. And I fully know that the village roles change as the kids change. So while I have, have been very excited and eager at all of the stages of, you know, Bubba and Birdie, I don't know how to step in. And, and I think also too, like I'm more familiar with the awareness of like, you'll, you'll tell me and I'm looking yes. now at kids. Carol, you know, yeah. you'll, yeah. you'll say what we need, but also yep. that that wasn't something you were really looking for. You've got childcare covered. But if there's, you know, something that is not needed, but like if there's a, a part to play, I'm, I'm ready. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's such an important th- insight to have about yourself and knowing that role that you occupy and being mm-hmm. like, I'm a doer. Mm-hmm. I just want you to tell me the stuff and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that like having like a doer, a listener and a respite are like mm-hmm. super important in that caregiving model. Mm-hmm. So, and knowing that about yourself, where do I fit into that? And being able to say, I'm the doer. So like, mm-hmm. if you want to like call me and maybe cry, great. But also I would love if you told me something to do as well and and you still want those people that are like the listeners and the respites that give you a break or do whatever but having to identify that in Mm -hmm. your village and it is really good to be self-aware to be like no just tell me what to do don't fucking do it like I love love that even if it is mother centric or parent centric even if it is like I need a grocery toilet paper I need need meals or I just need in fact I just want to not be alone today yes with my kid yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I'm, I'm there that I would love that you know but I don't know to what degree is overstepping because I know that I'm not the immediate family in the village. And so because I respect, you know, those what I imagine to be boundaries, you know, I don't volunteer a lot, I guess, in that way. But I think that it may not feel like it, especially in pandemic days, but I think that there is more of a village that's kind of maybe in that mindset as well. Yeah. Like, we would love to be, but don't know what is maybe crossing the line or what, yeah. you know. No, that's be. a really good point. That is a really good point. And, like, or, like, do you feel comfortable, you know, j- coronavirus-wise having yeah. me? Or, like, flu or cold-wise? I think it also <laughs> yeah. made everyone so much more aware of not wanting to get people sick. Yes. And always a huge concern. I know, I don't want to speak for you, Kate, but, like, mm-hmm. being a concern as a parent is, like, watching someone else love all over your child and be like, please don't get them sick. Yeah. Just please don't get them sick when they're a newborn. So it has helped with that, I think, definitely is the pandemic. Yeah. Because you're like, "Mm, please don't get this baby sick. But it also sets up this unintended barrier of like, mm-hmm. oh, do you want me around a newborn? Because mm-hmm. like, I still have a life and I'm out like going to work and mm-hmm. riding on buses and riding on airplanes. <laughs> Can I help you with your newborn? Okay. <laughs> it's not always the best, <laughs> the best situation. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think like as we work through, as we go through life and our kids like go to school and meet friends and like we get more interactive with our kids, like that thing that starts to form, I think, I mm-hmm. hope. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of just talking about it, like acknowledging it and yeah. saying, I, I want you to be a person in in the village. Yeah. You know, that kind of helps. Yeah. I, I imagine. <laughs> <For you>. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe no, yeah, no, I think it does too. And what role they play. I appreciate you saying like that you would just like come and sit with a mom. Cause I think what, a, for me a lot, I wasn't a big, like, I want someone to come over and play with my baby or hold mm-hmm. my baby. I didn't feel like that for like three months out where mm-hmm. I was like, everyone fuck off. <laughs> like, I just need to get to know this kid. Please get away from her. Right. And super healthy, obviously. <laughs> so, but it would be helpful to know just to be able to say, I don't want you to come over and touch my baby, but mm-hmm. I do want you to come over and sit and hang out and hang out with me. Yeah. I think that that's an important part of the village too. Everyone that comes over, that's something that I regret a little bit is letting visitors come over as early as I did because no one gives a shit about the parents, mm-hmm. which is is fine because you're adults and everyone's super excited to see the baby but you're like ah! like yeah. I don't know what to do with this kid and they really don't want to be held by nine million yeah. different people mm-hmm. so it would have been nice to be like hey everyone you know stop stop mm-hmm. everyone just pause and mm-hmm. yeah and kind of just like sit and I don't know be a part of the village mm-hmm. that way yeah and I think like I think it is a choice right I think it's a choice to want to be a part of someone's village yeah like there are people in my blood family who live very close to us who just have chosen not to have Be relationships with us so there's that um i, I like think that there's... you called it blood family because <laughs> <laughs> i know what you mean but again you sound haunting right now <laughs> what is blood family how the would you say that blood family <laughs> what the fuck is no, you're right. Like, related by blood. Yeah, no, yeah, I totally yeah. know what you mean. You're absolutely correct. It's just the way you said it. My blood family. <laughs> I just liked it. This is turning into a murder podcast. <laughs> Those true crime podcasts Fucking are true crime. No, but, yeah, I think that's also maybe kind of, like, hurt my view of what the village of is. Of what the village gotcha. is. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I think that also is maybe why I'm a little cynical about the village. And I'm not cynical. I mean, I'm not cynical, but I'm, like, I think having people who, who actively make a choice to not want to be around you or your child does something to your psyche. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you're, like, well, okay. What I've heard about in movies and what I've seen in, like, TV shows and what I've read about in books is, like, the family all comes together, especially when you're close. And, like, you can come pop over and say, like, get out of here. Take, go to have a date night or like I'm come over for dinner we'd love to feed you you know and I just haven't experienced that yeah so I don't know I think that's part of the reason yeah also we're not really set up to be like village people like unfortunately you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you are and I think that that goes into your head even if you don't want it to I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna say you for me you know I was like I want need to like bunker down get to know this kid have Chris and I figure out what we're doing like I was not the I want the village immediately I was like I have to figure out what's going on with this family before I'm like let's invite a village full of people in here but I also think that goes into just we're not like really raised as village creatures anymore well and I think that race has a lot to do with that to be honest I think that white people and white families have a really difficult time with the concept of building community what is that? Super individualistic. Like, yes. very much like, this is my nuclear family, yes. and these are the people I function with, and mm-hmm. we don't invite other and people to that. And we stage gate when you can meet certain thresholds and be part to certain degrees of a child's life. Yep. And and that's absolutely what I experienced growing up. Yeah. And, and I think that that's, you the know. The norm. Yeah. And also, though, if that's something that's very... Um, something that you don't want to happen and you do want more of a village and more of a community and your blood family has expressed that they don't, um, (laughs) fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. 
Oh, it's just so hard. And it means that you just have to, for me, like, the village, though, when I was growing up, was seen as my family. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, that mm-hmm. was what was proposed to me as the village. So yeah. if that's how you grew up, Kate, if that's how you grew up, too, where the proposed village was your immediate or extended family, I do think that also complicates having to find a village when you don't have, fa- like, relatives yeah. that you're close to near you. Because mm-hmm. then you have to find the village. Yeah. You're like, Can That's the hard help? part, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of in the same vein of, like, finding mom friends or finding, yeah. like, when you yeah. move into a new stage of your life, right? It's not like college anymore where we're all just put into classes and dorms and we, like, have to make nice and then you eventually, like, make those friends and, you know, keep them or not. If this is, like, when you become a parent, I feel it's, this is one of the most difficult times I've ever had trying to make new friends. Mm -hmm. And that has to do with a lot of things that I think has to do with the fact that, like, we're all older and we have um, more established beliefs and, like, Mm -hmm. it's harder to have, like, a closer friendship with someone who maybe doesn't mesh with your established beliefs yeah. as well. Yeah. I think it has to do with the fact of like if your kids are different ages, mm-hmm. like there's just less we can do together because my kid's running around and your kid is, you crawling. know, crawling. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it is and, and I will say growing up for me, we moved all the time. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have time to like have a village and our family our we didn't really we weren't close with extended family either. So like I think for me it was always this like this dream. It was like, uh, like you saw, like I said, like you saw in like the family Christmas movies where like everybody gets around the, the Christmas table and it's like 25 people and all the kids are running around and I was like, oh man, I can't wait for that. And I guess I, and I, and there's still time for that, obviously. Yeah. I know that there is. Yeah. But yeah, that was just something that like everyone was like, oh yeah, it takes a village. Here we come. And it was like, wah, wah. <laughs> where are you to be found, village? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, growing up, because I grew up in a smaller community and like all of my family came from that community. So my village was my immediate and extended family. We never moved. Like mm-hmm. I was, but then our generation, the grandkid generation, my gener, like all, all did move away and relocate. So I do kind of empathize with that idea of having this picture of what that village looked like. Because I was basing it off of having the 20 people around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at a holiday event, and now you know we have like in laws like you and your mom and dad live close, but it's much smaller. It's mm-hmm. like two families getting you know together, not like six families getting mm-hmm. together. What it was before, which is kind of what I had pictured, yeah, and envisioned mm-hmm. as well. And for me, I just really get through it and chunk it up to like you said, it's just early. It's yeah. early in the game to be like, this will never happen for me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it could. Yeah, no, I don't. Could still be there. Mm-hmm. I'm like all for Auntie Beach coming to take. Bubba out for a day. Yeah, Be like, see yes. you later, suckers. <laughs> I'm out of here. Go get ice cream. Go wherever you want. I don't care. Ready. Go where you ready to go. go. I'll bring the family car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not the family You'll car. have to borrow my car. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So I think, like, ideally, village support, right? So what was something that was really important to me when, Carol, you had your baby mm-hmm. was because... The pandemic happened and no one was really able to come support us. It was really important to me as your friend to, like, kind of do the things that I wish were able to be done for me. So, like, that did look like one of my favorite, like, memories is when we met Beach and Brett at the craft store and we got to pick out all the stuff and we decorated your apartment for, like, it's a girl stuff that was so fun. And I think that looks like, like you said, like, in the early days, like, dropping off meals, uh, coming over and, like, letting you sleep for a little bit while Mm -hmm. your baby takes a nap, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that is... Doing the lot, folding the laundry, sterilizing the bottles, whatever it is. Um, and now, like, as a toddler mom, I think that more just look would look like to me, like, let's do weekend stuff together. You guys are going here? Like, we'll come too. And and that, that to me, is where, where you were saying kind of, like, I don't know where to 
step in. I don't know, like, do if you, like, say, oh, we're doing this this weekend. I don't know to say, like, is it weird of me to be like, oh, can we come? You know, yeah. or, like, stuff like that. Like, how Absolutely. do you start to build the village with people that aren't, like... Blood family. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or like people that don't have kids too. Like yeah. PJ, you're a perfect yeah. example. Like you know what I mean. Like, hey, we're going to do this thing. Bubba and I are going to SeaWorld. The baby and I are going to Disney. Like, do you yeah. want to come? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yes. where, where does that? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah, like where does that start? Yeah, <laughs> and is it now? <laughs> and after this podcast. <laughs> And is it weird of me to be like, you know, uh, we're going to do, like, you know, go see these Christmas lights. You guys want to, like, you know, it's just hard to navigate. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like that? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> it's, well, because you and I, this is why I like that we do this together, because you and I are so fundamentally oh, know, different yeah. <laughs> as moms and, like, parents in general. So I super appreciated you being as part of my village, because you would come over and be like, look me in my eyeballs yeah. and like, what can I do for you? Yeah. You know, where anyone else that visited was like, the baby, I have to see the baby, I have to hold the baby. And I was like, that's great and good, but like not super helpful to anyone, including the baby who doesn't know who any of you are. <laughs> the baby doesn't even know who I am at this point. Like this isn't super helpful. Right. So that was, was very, very helpful. But I don't know. I think it is, I do have a hard time like reaching out being like, hey, can you come? My issue always is the baby has such like a short bandwidth of stuff. Yeah. So it's me being like, hey, do you want to spend maybe a ton of money to go to this park where I'm going to stay for an hour? Yeah. <laughs> Super fun for you. Or like, do you want to come and do this thing? And also it may not happen and it depends on our nap schedule. Yeah. So like, do you have a whole day to commit two hours to when we're actually going to be hanging out? Right. And that's kind of my hesitation too, where though if it's my mom or your your mom, I'm fine with being like, do you want to only hang out for two hours? Because yeah. I feel like the expectation of the blood family of the village <laughs> in that way is, is there. Yeah. So. I do think family, not found family, but family that you have does contribute in some way. And I do have that situation where I do have family that's close. Yeah, that's probably why I'm so fucked up about all this. Because that does make it easier because I do feel like I can just say, hey, is it okay for two hours? Or do you want to see them for two hours? Or whatever the case may be. And it's not a big deal. Yeah. Because we live close and they can retreat to their homes if they can't, you Mm -hmm. know, can't do that or if they don't want to do that and things like that. That's why I think natural proximity plays a part too because I'm much closer to Carol than I am to Kate. So, yeah. so it's it's much more of a thing to him, you yes. know, to hang out or yeah. to do a day or an activity, whether it's either way, whether it's me to you or, or all of y'all to us, it's it's making it a thing just by, na- you know, natural. It's going to take a while to get there. Yeah. Um. So that doesn't mean it needs, that that should stop it. Mm-hmm. it I think that just plays a part in how the comfortable yeah. you are to, to do something and that's different for you even, Carol, because yours is much more on, like, short time window by nature of Birdie's age. Yeah. But I think if that were the case, if Bubba was that small, it would be natural for you, too, to have those concerns. Yeah. But I think now you're able to do sort of longer, long-form long, long form entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> longer activities. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's just to say, like, if you want to be a part of my village, email us at... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, seriously. Applications. <laughs> just be a part of it. I also think it's so important too to just acknowledge like what the village means for everyone. Because you and I are having this conversation yeah. and it looks completely different for each of us. Where you're like, I expected 35 people to show up at my door when the baby was born. And I was like, I would have punched everyone out one by one if they showed up at my door That's what when makes the it... child was born. But it was nice then to be able to like disclose that to the village, right? Yeah. To be like, hey, everyone. 
And I wish I had done more of that. Like, I wish that I didn't let anyone cross the threshold of our home for, like, four weeks. And right. I was like, I have my footing. And we both have our, like, and we just have a little bit more of a, of a semblance. That would have been great. That's what makes but. this so, that's what makes trying to build your village so hard. Because you have to dictate what they get to do to help you. <laughs> no, no, no. What you're saying, sorry, what you're saying before is, like, your your idea of what your village yes. looks like is completely different from what yes. my village looks like. So that's like when so that's why there's a little bit of that hesitation when it's like, hey, you guys want to come over? Or you guys want to meet us here? It's because like, well, I, I know that like, especially for you because you work part time, that mm-hmm. like your time with the baby alone is like super precious to yeah. you. So like, I don't love the idea of like stepping in on that because I know that is important to you. So. It's that it's that thing like kind of navigate and you're like you're same thing with you're like well we can only hang out for two hours why would I make you come all the way out here like it's just and drive back yeah, yeah yeah I do think it's crossing that like again if you're used to this what with me I'm used to like this family dynamic model of village which means I would just ask one of my aunts or a family member to be like you have to come over and see me for two hours I'm your niece so yeah. sorry but I think it's doing that like I'll tell you no so I think it's also t- getting to know your village yeah and working through that because Chris and I have talked a lot about that like who actually is in our village mm-hmm. and we have a lot of non-parents in our village that work full-time and making it work for them to be able to be a part of that village and what that looks like and it just looks different for everyone and what our expectations of our our village are. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's asking and always, you know, being okay with getting told no a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think too, like <laughs> it is on us as the owners of the children. <laughs> as the village finder. <laughs> <laughs> to, to like make those connections. Right. I, especially for people who don't have kids, I think a little bit of the onus is on us. Like I have an adult cousin and his girlfriend who live very close to us and so it's been my personal goal to like I, I took this year as like a um a real not this last this year yeah we're still yeah. in 2022 Where this year <laughs> as a real audit of like my life and my personal connections mm-hmm. and like ones that like I don't necessarily need anymore so we're just gonna go ahead and like cut that off mm-hmm. and then other ones that I'm like oh man I'd be really bummed if like my cousin and his girlfriend like got engaged and got married and like they, I wasn't on the invite yeah. list. So, like, I'm going to make a concerted effort to, like, build and maintain and keep them and bring them into my village, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, that's important to me. I think that's one of the things I've been let down the biggest in my life, especially since having a kid, is, like, the people who, quote, unquote, should want to be a part of the village mm-hmm. that just choose not to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, like... That, that I think is something I could do or anyone who's listening who may be feeling the same is like that, what you said, reaching out, making these things start to happen because I think you're right. Once you do start to like open this door, like it's going to just keep, it's going to be easier and easier to open each time. Yeah. And I've always found like no one has ever been like, fuck you. I don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) And they've always (laughs) politely been like, no, or I can't, or, you know, if I've said, what do you need? One of the nicest things I ever did when I first had the baby was they sent me an actual list of the things they could do. They said, I can make you a meal. I can order you food. I can go grocery shopping. I just come and hang out with you for a little bit. Like these are the options. Which one do you like? And I mean, it's so easy to be like, oh, this is what I need right now in this 
moment. And I so appreciated that because they weren't like, do you need anything and everything? Because then I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> they were very much like, these are the things I can commit to. And I was like, oh, I super appreciate you giving me these options. And now I get to pick a choose yeah. your own ending. And That's I a great, that. <laughs> that's a great support system. Especially like, I think we talked about that in the pregnancy loss and fertility episode. It's like that list of like, do you want me to come take your kid? Do you want me to come yeah. <laughs> drop off food? Do you want me to like, you know, what do we need to do? Yeah. I think that's a great mechanism for support. BJ, I want to know as a villager, what que- do you have questions for us about being a villager? <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think very much that as a villager, and I think other villagers are definitely waiting on those in- instructions or just the the doors, the boundaries, to be yeah, yeah, from the parents. Like that's we're ta- we're not we're taking our cues from you, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, because we are a village. And not fam. I mean, I am family. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of that, it's it's different for both of you. you yeah. Know, like I and I know that already at different stages, it has been different. What that what my role for each of you looks like, and yeah. so I think that that's the case for every villager. Is that as things change or as you want them to change, we're we're here for you and like and and the entire family. Like we're here to be a part of it. Yeah. And we. If we are villagers, like much like myself, I don't know what to anticipate, you know? Yeah. And so I think we're just taking cues from you of when the next phase is or what, not just what you're needing, but what you would like that relationship to look like. Yeah. If, if it, if you want it to be more frequent, less frequent, if you're just in another phase of life, what that looks like, we're here. That's yeah. what the village is, you know? We're like, all right. That's my favorite kind of villager, too. I'm going to be honest with you. I love a person that's like, I'm here in the wings. Yeah. I want a villager in the wings. <laughs> I want them ready, willing, waiting, and able. Yes. So that I'm like, BJ, I need this. And you're like, yes. yes. Opposed to BJ's outside my window with her face wasting <laughs> in the class. Even if that's what you want. Because I know you love the baby. Do you know what I mean? But I like knowing that like I could just call on you. And you're yes. like, yes, I'm yeah. there. I've got it. But you're not making me feel like I've wronged you for not having nope. the baby up in your grill you all the time. Have- I love that yeah <laughs> like you have that's my preferred villager <laughs> honestly like and I think that it's it's perfectly natural like yeah you made a shared album and you're like here are the pictures of my child uh, you can see them that but you don't get access physically to them anytime that you want to and why should I expect that as a person even as like an auntie why should I expect to be able to touch your infant all the when, time whenever <laughs> That's wild to me anyway yeah. as an expectation. And so the fact that, I mean, even a week ago, Chris was like, hey, uh, oh, yeah. we're going to give Kara some space. Yeah. Um, do you want, you know, can we come over for uh, a play date a play with date. T- a t- time TBD? And I was like, yes. <laughs> he literally texted me was like, Kara wants to deep clean the house. Can I bring the baby over? Whenever, basically. <laughs> and she was like, yep, <laughs> I'll be home. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and we do the same that we did for Bubba when he was uh, little, a little tot. And have, you know, we roll out the crayon blanket, we yeah. push the furniture aside, and, like, that's what we do. And I know I knew what to do because of Bubba. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what to expect for this stage. Sure. You know, and as those things change and the needs change or expectations or frequency, you know, now that Bubba can remember me where, mm-hmm. you know, Birdie probably doesn't, <laughs> you know, say, hey, uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Like, let's do yeah. something. It's, yeah. And, and yeah, we're, we're here. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Say what you're going to say. I will say that, like, um, I think during the pandemic, like one of the bright spots, if not the only, was like the relationship that we all had together. Yes. Yeah. The three of us collectively in our families. Like it, it just felt like that was the most supported I think I've ever felt my whole life mm-hmm. was like having you guys there and 
And I think it is still there. I think it's yeah. less so because, like, we all have to we all have to go back to work. And, like, it's, like, <laughs> real life again. And, like, wow, you know, <laughs> there are, like, pros and cons to that. But um, And we were living. BJ and I were living together. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? So it made it easy because you would just drive yes. across town and get to see both of us in the same household yeah. at the same Honestly, time. that to me speaks a little bit to the village as well because yeah. you were there. You were driving to see Carol. And over time, you yeah, know, so that's very true. The first times that you came over, I didn't expect, even though there was a very exciting little cherub in our, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, world and in our home, I wasn't entitled to that. Like that was for you and the villager in that moment was Caro. Yeah. And so it wasn't until we built that over, you know, several different visits mm-hmm. that, you know, I felt like it was okay to kind of start coming around more and, and being part of that visit and those visits. And I think that that kind of speaks to that, too, that the villagers, you know, they shouldn't be entitled. It's not entitlement, you know, it's just being around. Yeah. Amen. And giving the time, like, giving the time, right? Yeah. Because I don't want someone to be around my kid that doesn't care about my kid just because they feel like they have this, they're a friend of my spouse, they're a friend of my spouse's auntie, they're They're a family member. They're a family member. But yeah, yeah, like, I, that doesn't entitle you to be able to have hands on my children, Mm -hmm. post pictures of my child online, Mm -hmm. talk to my child on FaceTime, but not regard me at all. And I don't mean that in a selfish way where it's all about me, because I feel like BJ and I could have a blowout huge fight. But I would still want her to be around my kid because she's interested in the kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's different than like, you don't have not only an interest in me, you don't really have an interest in my kid. You just feel like you get access to them for whatever this weird string of attachment is that you've decided. And I don't want my kid to experience that. I want my kid to grow up with someone that's not like that I'm forcing upon them that's not interested in them mm-hmm. that's not interested in them as a person yeah my kid's interesting as fuck like you're not gonna be interested <laughs> in my kid no yeah. I don't have time for if that. you use my kid as a means to an end like you're yeah. out of here yeah, yeah. Like, i don't think you're that. not doing that no sorry mama bear will claw you yeah same z's no what i was gonna say is like i do feel like bj is like the perfect villager like you yeah. were you've oh. done you've gone above and beyond every single time we've been together to like make me especially yep. feel inc- incredibly taken care of supported freaking like Spoiled. Spoiled, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I got it. Freaking spoiled. Yep. You know, I have always felt that way with you. So I'm not saying this either. Like, a di- like my whole thoughts about the village is not, like, a dig on either of you or, like, oh, our no. relationship. I understand that. But, yeah, yeah it is... I feel very blessed to have, like, these relationships in our lives. And I do think it is, like, we just have to keep working on them. Right? And it's still yeah. not what you expected, though. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Right, but that's not on you. Yeah, but that's yeah. still fair. Yeah. To be like, you know, this is great what we have, but I also wish it was different. And that's fair. And again, it's not like you said, you pictured like these people running to your side or like Mm -hmm. having these big, huge holidays and that hasn't happened, Yeah, you know? So I think that that like idea of the village too that exists in our heads, it not being true is also hard to grapple with. Yeah. And be like, that's not what my village is or any semblance of that. (laughs) For that that matter. (laughs) Yeah. Did you have expectations of being a villager and then you were like, oh no, this is not what I expected? Like, has anything insane happened? Honestly, no. Carol was like, tell me what I've done that pissed you off. (laughs) Or even just like things you weren't expecting to have to do. Like when Chris said, can you make a dish? And then said, can you make deviled eggs? Which she never made before. (laughs) Just a real simple task. Okay, but honestly, because it was such a real simple task, that's not like totally his responsibility that he discovered that I didn't know how to do it. You know, so that's fine. I'm going to ask you to make something semi-complicated that you've never made before. And I really want it. Did he okay. do that? Yes, he, he did. did. He absolutely did. Year, oh, my that's God. That's when we all learned that I don't know. So much pressure. <laughs> so much pressure. It's, it's not that, Carol. I cry every Thanksgiving, so don't lose <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> no, honestly, no, because 
the idea of children is so hazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. I have intentionally never daydreamed or imagined about that. All mm-hmm. I knew is that I, I wanted to be in proximity, you know? Yeah. And how do you articulate that, first of all, growing up, but also as a whole adult? How do you articulate, I just want to be around the children? You know, that's, yeah. that's an <laughs> unsettling thing yeah. to hear from an, another adult, and I recognize that, so I, that's why I don't say it, except, you know, on a podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> but truly, I know everything has been, I appreciate that y'all are different parents, mm-hmm. y'all are different mothers, y'all are different people entirely, and so the the role shift and that's part of being a villager is that every kid is different and yeah. that role it's different and I'm just I'm just here to be a part of y'all's lives. Along for the ride. <laughs> Along yeah, for I the love ride. It. And we're here to be a part of your life too though. Like I want to maintain like our relationship as two women. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. let's hang out without my kid. <laughs> yes. Also, part being a part of it, yeah. Which I made out like the only part because I'm like, just pretend I don't have a kid, just focus on me, please. Thank you so much. Yes, that's all I need. I think this is like it's good of us to talk about. I'm patting ourselves on the back. It's good of us to talk about. No, but it's. I think it's a great topic because it's it's a little bit hard to navigate. Right? It's really hard to navigate a for lot. all parties involved, the yeah. villagers and the parents. It's yeah. really hard for everyone involved. And here's the thing, like, when you have expectations, and I'm the queen of this, right? I have high, high, high expectations. And, and I don't know if it's, like, peop- I don't feel ever feel let down, but I think it's, like, this, like, dream world I have, right? Of, like, yeah. what this all looks like. And I think when you do have expectations on either side and they're so high, you have such a higher chance of them being lower than what you wanted to happen yeah and um having the dialogue is just important yeah you know so Mm -hmm. like yeah like we have people in our life who like we lost power during the hurricane and we had like you we called caro to see like hey can we come over we didn't call you beach because you have cats and they almost killed me last time i was at your house (laughs) 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 but we have you know our other friends who like we don't see as often but like it's so nice knowing that we have those chosen family members Mm -hmm. who we can run to and be like hi we don't have power can all of us come over and like just be a part of your world exactly you know and like them being like oh my god absolutely and then you have like those families so i'm not saying i feel like completely unsupported i'm just saying like the my like village wrap-up is like maybe it's just a little different than i was thinking it was going to be and and you're right there is still time for it to happen to change but that's also on me that's on me to do the work to like allow that to happen yeah i think going in only having or having such few or so few so few family members here Mm -hmm. and since that i've been Mm -hmm. primarily like the village growing up that i I anticipated it not looking exactly like it had when I grew up because I knew I moved away from my whole family. Right. Like, and I ended up staying, met my partner and a lot of his family's here, but I knew that it wasn't going to look like 20 cousins at, you know, I had kind of prepped for that. Where it's going to be like, there's going to be a lot of adult action. Yeah. And then, like, to a kid, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> My kid. And and knowing that, which which did help me to anticipate, like, what that support and stuff would look like. But, yeah. yeah. Crazy times. I know. Okay, so we're going to wrap this part up with some mom musings. And, Beach, if you have any, like, random musings you want to share, of course, you're this welcome. Is this, this is, is anything time. you've wanted to say during the week and you haven't had any place to say it. <laughs> That's what this segment is. <laughs> These are my brain thoughts, is what this segment is. <laughs> So mine is very specific. I'm just gonna warn everyone. Great. Okay. okay. So you're probably gonna click out. No one's. No <laughs> one's gonna relate. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Good. 
Beatrice is also trying to like get mad about stupid shit if you oh, want to okay. get mad about something. So okay. here's my thing. More important stuff. You get mad about whatever you want. Yeah. If you're not going to punch tell you. a wall. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you what to do. So, Bubba is obsessed with Halloween still. it's We are past Halloween. Far past Halloween. Whoa. And he Yes. <laughs> so. Still. You carry Halloween in your heart. <laughs> All year round. Halloween is a vibe. Oh, and he's got it. He's the spookiest he child. Is. He loves spooky stuff. So he still wants to watch Halloween movies all the time. So on Netflix, on Netflix there is a movie called Hotel Transylvania 2. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. Okay. Here's the problem I have with this movie. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a real... Tread lightly because <laughs> I fucking love this movie. <laughs> there could not be a more appropriate guest for this mom music. Beach is like the perfect person to be here. She's like, excellent. I know it from start to finish. Keep going. <laughs> Which part specifically do you have a problem yeah. with? Because I have a rebuttal ready. <laughs> Just kidding. I am prepared. All right, so the premise, if you have not seen, which I'm sure you all have, but if you have not seen Hotel Transylvania 2, the premise is, and I have not seen Hotel Transylvania 1. I've only seen 2. Well, so he only problem. likes the second. We've, yeah, the first well, is not on Netflix. That's true. It is. Yes, this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bad. Yes. No, the first is not on Netflix, only the second. Oh, okay. And we have to buy the first, and we're not going to do that. This is dumb. Yeah. Of Netflix. Yeah. Stop it. I know. <laughs> Please stop, Netflix. Put them both on. Um. <laughs> I know what Bubba's getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> for Thanksgiving. You're like, yes. let's go. We're going to get this immediately. <laughs> so, in Hotel Transylvania 2, there is a vampire daughter and a human... I almost called him a muggle. Nope. <laughs> Well, yes, accurate. If he's not a wizard or a witch, then a muggle. There's a vampire and a muggle. There's a vampire. Uh, I like it. Okay. There's a vampire girl and a human boy. And they grow up and they fall in love and they get married. Okay? And then they have a baby. And so the whole premise is like the grandfather, who is a vampire as well, wants the baby to be a vampire. But the mom is like... No, like, he's going to be whatever he wants to be. And, like, you said you'd love him anyways and da-da-da. Well, okay. There's a part of the movie that doesn't matter. Everyone, that didn't matter. So, there's a part of the movie where she, the kid is getting older and the kid is walking around and, like, getting into trouble. And so she asks to baby-proof the hotel, which includes (laughs) baby gates where, like, the mummy or the zombies walk. So they, like, trip over the the gate and, like, fall into the abyss. Putting um, marshmallows on the witch's noses so that the baby doesn't touch the witch's noses and, like, get its finger pricked. Oh, okay. Just normal things. Locking the cabinets. The normal witch's nose marshmallows. (laughs) Very normal baby proofing that y'all do. (laughs) Here's my problem with the movie. Okay. Okay? The dad, the grandfather, just makes fun of the mom for wanting her baby to be safe. The entire Uh, movie beach, he does. And it is fucked up. She is just trying to be... She's just trying to keep that kid safe, and she gets shit for it the entire time. And you know what? Fuck you, Hotel Transylvania. That's mean. That's mean. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) What is your prepared rebuttal? I mean, the thing is, you're not wrong. Okay. You're not wrong. (laughs) I think that it is... um, I'm just... I'm just v- vibing so hard with the passion that you have for Hotel Transylvania 2 because I also have passion, righteous passion, for Hotel Transylvania 2 for the gender dynamics uh, between the mom and the, and the dad. And I remember seeing this movie in theaters with my parents as a whole 22-year-old, or 20 adult, 20-year-old adult. I was a whole adult and I went to see this movie with my parents for reasons unbeknownst to myself. <laughs> you said this and, seems like a great day date. <laughs> yeah, and we left and I had like big feelings about it. 
Okay. Even as, like, a not mother and never will be mother. Yeah. I was like, I didn't appreciate the portrayal of just the dad was just this backpacking teenager skateboarder who expressed to the mom that he was mad that he had lost his alone time with her. He was like, but what about me through the whole movie? Yeah. And I was like, this is really dumb and also a bad message. Um, <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Again, as you know, I love this movie. Um, but that was, like, a, a big deal. I had a, I had a BFD about about the movie. It was yeah. It's a big deal to me. Yeah, and also, like, stop making moms feel like shit for wanting to protect their kids. Yeah, she's what just being a mom. What the fuck is she up with that? And also, it's both your responsibility. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so both parents should be, like, as invested as making sure your kid doesn't fall down the staircase. Yes. Or, like, like get point, poked in the nose by a witch. Yeah, at one point, the grandpa oh, is, like, looking at other monsters, and he's like, oh, don't mind her. She's making us baby-proof. She's a little cuckoo. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, baby-proofing is cuckoo? No! Is it because they're monsters? I don't even know his real name because I don't care that much about the movie Sorry <laughs> Beach. But like, fuck you, vampire grandfather. I don't care. <laughs> fuck you, muggle. That's yeah. mean. <laughs> That's mean. Stop. Yeah, yeah. And, and the dad through the whole movie is just like trying to grab the mom on vacation. I just felt it was a little unfair to the mom yes. on all fronts. Like, I, honestly, they they make her out to be crazy for just doing for just being a mom for and being, being a, a parent. Mom. Yeah. And whether that was neglecting her, you know, significant other. Yeah. Or just trying to take care of her kid and also let her kid blossom into whatever her kid was going to blossom into. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm sorry. Is loving my child unconditionally and accepting them forever they are a crime? <laughs> <laughs> it is apparently in Hotel Transylvania. That's enough. I'm just waiting for you to be like, then I don't want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for the crime. Then I don't want to be That's my mom using. Case closed. <laughs> my mom using is not as interesting, so maybe I want to change it. And okay. it goes into your mom using, which is the overall depiction of just moms as being crazy in, like, general media movies and anything at all. Yeah. Where you're like, you just seem like you're doing normal parent stuff, and people don't like it. I don't understand that. Like, what what kind of, like, kick do, like, writers get of, like, let's make the mom crazy? And it's like, what is crazy? <laughs> yeah. Is and crazy, also, she like, might be a little crazy, also, so yeah, get off. Get off her back. She already feels crazy. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't need a glorified thing. Yeah. Or, and she's also just trying to, like, take care of a person. A yeah. human. Yeah. I don't like that. And the idea, too, that, like, but that's not the projection of the dad. Usually it's, like, the dad is, like, this oafish baboon. Yeah. it's, like, that's not really and sweet. That's not really cool and, either. Yes. Yeah. Incredibly disengaged yeah. from the... So it's, like, haha, you care about our kid. I'm eating donuts. Yeah. And you're, like, this isn't healthy for anyone to be watching or seeing. <laughs> I'm an idiot who can't take care of myself, but you're dumb for caring about me. <laughs> Is that, is that what we want to feel? Circling all the way back around, you know who doesn't do this is who doesn't? Disney movies because the moms are all dead in those. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Disney. That's true. <laughs> so progressive. Not progressive, I mean Disney. Just kill them. I was talking to someone the other day and we were playing, this makes it sound like they were more than an acquaintance, but they were actually an acquaintance, but we were playing a game together. All of this sounds fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing a game with an acquaintance. I'm over family. here like, I want a village. And Carol's like, I was playing a game with my acquaintance. <laughs> it's my fucking brother. <laughs> I was playing a game with someone I know. <laughs> anyway, you had to, um, like, I think it's called code names, but you had to, like, basically you have to, like, relate words multiple words, string them together so your partner will guess the most amount of words possible. Mm -hmm. And so someone was giving hints and one of them, it sounded like they were relating to the seven dwarfs. And I was like, I feel like the answer is seven dwarfs. And she was like, they wouldn't give that hint because we weren't allowed to watch Disney movies growing up. And I was like, oh, Whoa. damn. 
Is that a thing that why? people do? Did she say why? Because of like the depiction of uh, gender roles in a lot of the old dis- older Disney movies. Oh. So like Sleeping Beauty would have been one that like they didn't didn't really uh, love the um, depiction of either gender in the in the movie. And I was like, honestly, fair. Whoa, shit! And I was just like, oh, never mind. Terrible hint. Nice to meet you, Susan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was surprised by it. Yeah, I think that is just like a quick like jab at moms. Like we have enough going on. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Like get funnier. Get funnier. Be more. <laughs> Be more. Be more. Yeah. Get your musing on. Um, get it. It's not it's not anything that um provides righteous anger, but um <laughs> That's fine. in fact the opposite, something that like will turn your entire day around is when you pull up in the car to wherever you, like your destination right as a song ends. Oh. Yeah, that will make your t- that is the same feeling as when you finish your shampoo and conditioner on the same yep. shower, right? Yes. That's such a good feeling. That will turn your entire day around, and that happened to me. Not the shampoo thing, but the song, <laughs> the song. did, and so maybe that's why I can't think of like a negative musing because that happened to me like while I was arriving here and moments I was, like, before. Yeah, you're like I don't need a. The musing. universe would just blessed you. Yeah, yeah. it was like you know what, Beatrice, a little treat. You need a win. Here's a win. <laughs> Here's a win for you. (laughs) All right. That's a fuck enough. We'll see you at part two. Bye. (laughs)